Now, very quickly here, I'm going to give you a person or a category person just for the week. Maybe I'll think of one for next week as well if you enjoy it. You tell me if they deserve to die. <laughs> I'll convince. I, th- I think they do. Okay. You can defend them. You know my take. Yeah. Okay, That's Carter, yes. the, per- the okay, person who... Two against one here, yeah, probably. Yeah, the person who invented sent from my blank. Sent from Blackberry, sent from iPad. I hate that person. <laughs> no, it's perfectly legitimate. So when I have spelling mistakes and crap, you know it's sent from my iPod, you know, when it's not a big response. You know that, oh, you know, I wasn't exactly having a full so keyboard here. it's just here. an excuse for you. Yeah. It's so not if an I, basically, if I, if I don't want to see, like, an annoying douche, then you have to go and erase it every single time that something has been sent from iPad. It's good that you... I'm going to not make fun of you, but it's just a setting in your male preferences. (laughs) 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 So maybe we don't have to kill the guy. Here comes the wisdom and here comes the truth. And here comes your favorite podcast, always still made for you. Crisp and delicious, like Lay's potato chips. But really, Lay's aren't that good. No? You're an old Dutch man yourself? Oh, come on, Brent. What do you think? Lay's versus old Dutch. Lay's. Much better. Old Old Dutch Dutch is just disgusting. Old Dutch is like Winnipeg, though, isn't it? Or is it? It's available everywhere, though, right? What? Brent, really? Have you ever tried eating an old dress? Let's let's all dressed. How they've evolved. All dressed. Old Dutch. Oh, I don't play all dressed. I, I go ketchup or like dill pickle. Ugh, three. You just named my three least favorite. What chips. do you like? I like sour garlic? cream. Sour cream and onion. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan of that. Honey garlic. No sour cream and no, onion. No, not honey garlic. <laughs> That'd be good. Hmm. Oh well. So I was at work the other day, um, and I noticed something and it was quite shocking you guys there would you know remembrance day was just happening is it gonna be this shocking like really quite no. shocking. yeah okay maybe okay. it's not that remembrance shocking. day happened so remembrance day was happening so there was two veterans out in our main university building there selling poppies and there was nobody buying any poppies just zero lines right next door though is uh the tim hortons booth <laughs> and there was 23 people in line <laughs> So yeah, didn't people already have poppies? No, didn't look like it. So did you have a poppy? I did. Well, okay. that was when I bought my poppy right there. Felt, on felt Veterans bad for Day, the vets. like on, on no, no, this Day. was the week leading up to uh, Remembrance Day. Well, what do you think? People are just going to line up? Be- no, I don't know about that. Either. I don't know. What? What? I could see people picking coffee over freedom. <laughs> And so you're, you're saying poppies I are don't new. think that's the choice that was made think, at that particular I think they moment. did. I think they did. Take, I, take, take a break from the coffee through the day. Who cares if they already have a poppy? Go make another donation for $2 that you're going to spend on coffee. No, I don't know about that. No? No. Once you have one poppy, that's enough. Yeah. No, but you don't even need the poppy. You can just, you know, don't give a donation. You don't need to get something for giving, right? Well, here's my thing with Remembrance Day. Could it be... I think a poppy's okay, but it's not really... That's not really doing anything, right? Absolutely. Maybe it should go all out with it. Like, if it's going to be a day of this, just be like a day of sitting around with nothing but, like, cold, hard, fat. Like, cut off all TV, except, like, videos of people, like, dying slowly and painfully. <laughs> and that's what it's all really about. That's about. Because it's not, like, 
about well, it's people not like suffering you just get blown terribly. up and die. It's like watch people like this is what happens when you get shot and break it down. You yeah, can't really hurts and then you crap yourself. And then you like slowly bleed to death. Ugh. And that's mm. what people go through, not just oh here's a poppy, everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> or is that a bit uh, too much? Well, there might be a middle mm. ground. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. Maybe mm. people maybe people do something. So you were saying poppies are nice these days, Trevor. I, I I hold the opposite belief. I much prefer the green insides than the the black. I don't care about that necessarily. Just the material that mine's made out of looks really like. It doesn't. Mm. It looks like quality material. It seems as like to the like same plastic. Now there's two types of kids, and it comes down to Remembrance Day. Ones that take out the inside in the pin and put it in his lips and go moo, look at me. And the other kid is the one who takes the pin and starts stabbing themselves through the the fingers and like you know getting under the first layer of skin, going ah. Trevor, I see you as uh, a number two. Definitely, I like yeah. spinning the poppy though. I like putting it in between my fingers and spinning it around and around and around. Mm-hmm. That's actually what I'm doing as we speak. I, w- I was number three. I was the guy who'd constantly look, be looking down at my uh, chest, making sure the poppy wasn't poking me. <laughs> I was going to say that you'd be you're constant stabbing. <laughs> I think that's exactly me. Yeah, there was a big controversy about uh, McDonald's workers not being able to allow poppies for safety's sake, and they're like, "You're taking away my freedom." It was. I think you should be able to wear a poppy. Anybody yeah. should be able to wear a poppy anywhere on that day. Maybe not before it, but on, but that, on that day, day, I think if you want to, I don't think that During it's not when, a huge deal either way. I mean, it's really just a gesture, but I don't safety, know. It seems safety like first. there's not a lot of huge safety. It's not like you're going for like an MRI or something and it's going to like rip the metal through your body or something like, I don't know. At McDonald's, really what's going to happen? Could get a poppy in the deep fryer. Somebody takes a bite out of their fries. It's the pin. You think you would notice if the poppy fell in the deep fryer? Actually, you might not. <laughs> Look at this sneaky. fry, man. Maybe you need to make a secure locking poppy. Yeah, you know, like there should be different levels of poppies to the regular cheap ones and like premium, which are like, you know, that you got use a little... year after year. Yeah. And one that like. Oh, but in... if you got a premium one, then you wouldn't make a donation the next year. Well, so we charge like... you a lot. Mm, yeah. Like $20. That's good for like 10 years. And, and you know what it does? It, like, you know how you get like pins that like clip on on the back? Yeah, kind of? exactly. That's you get one of those, is. except not. The problem with those kind of pins, though, is that they're so heavy that they like pull your shirt down and make like fake little like nipple looking marks in your shirts after. Mm-hmm. So I think you got to make it balanced and weighted, right? So it doesn't like ruin your shirt after. Yeah. So you make it like a premium poppy. Or we could just watch people die all day like Brent wants to. Yeah, that's what we should do. Since we are a, a sports podcast primarily, <laughs> a breaking sports podcast. Yeah, breaking news. At least two weeks behind whatever's happening. Count on us to retroactively examine past sports stories. Yep. Um, there's some diddling going on at Penn State, as you all all aware of, I'm sure. Uh, even my mom was like, hey, what's up with this guy? So she knows about it, then everybody knows about it. Uh, so what was his name? Jerry Sandusky. He was the the former defensive coordinator for the football team there at Pennsylvania State University. Brent, he wrote a book, right? Mm-hmm. What's that book called? It's a simple name, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's one word. I, I don't remember what this was. So. An elegant word. <sighs> the name of the book was, look, perfectly put, I think. <laughs> relating to his charities and 
all the work he does called touched <laughs> all the work that he does i think that's what it was more related to. So, so what kind of person this is what i want to get to who's been just recently charged with 40 counts of child molestation and who knows how many hundreds actually occurred in like the last 40 years who calls their book touched <laughs> Well, he, this was, he called his book that before this, though, Carter. Yeah, but he, it wasn't like he wasn't touching kids. He was daring people to... to well, no, but I'm, that's what I'm saying, is that what kind of person, knowing that they're a pervy diddler, names a book touched? Like, you gotta... Like, that is... That's crazy. That's, like, full-on psychopath. I imagine this. I imagine this man has, like, no regard for human beings at all. Or, like, human life. Like, you have to be completely crazy. Like, that's being a serial killer and, like, sending your address to, like, the sheriff. It's pretty much Zodiac Killer sending the, the clues to the yeah, San Francisco like, Chronicle. That's, like, you're like, a psycho, me. man. Yeah. So that's our take on that. I just think that that guy is, like, a real special case. I hope he gets to go to prison. and I hope, <laughs> I hope he gets treated great in prison. I'm sure that'll go well for him. Yep. Oh, well, he's he's going in with a pretty low profile, so yeah, I'm sure nobody right. will figure out who he is. <laughs> yeah, someone who, who uh, related to the controversy doesn't run a low profile is Ashton Kutcher, the most popular guy on Twitter with 8 million followers. And he, like many of us, don't read the full headline. All he sees is uh, the head coach of Penn State was fired. And so he he went off on a Twitter rant saying how uh, the university administration had no class and it was a, it was a bad move for firing him. Then he found out why he was fired Whoops. for covering up diddling. So he has taken a step back and he said, well, I, I can't do this. I can't, I can't tweet anymore. I'm not you can't handle well. the power of the Twitter. I can't handle the power. So I, I'm, I've got a media relations company stepping in to handle my uh, Twitter account for me. So I'll email them good ideas and they'll tweet on my behalf and make sure that it's filtered. Which totally flies in the face of what Twitter is supposed to be, an unfiltered airing of one thoughts and for yeah, our thoughts. Two ways I can look at this. First of all, I wish that he had chosen us as his media middlemen. Yeah. Imagine getting his Twitter account and just loitering it and destroying it. Yeah. So here's like, my password. <laughs> um, you send you some tweets and be like, okay, Ashton, <laughs> delete contact from cell phone <laughs> and just start posting terrible things. <laughs> The second is this is this probably explains why none of my tweets from the podcast get put up. Yeah, because you tweet and it has to go through I've been, me. I've been yeah. tweeting to the world about you trying to molester me, Carter, <laughs> and none of them seem to make it out. It's me. It's my cry for help. <laughs> no, I've been I've been filtering all those. <laughs> Any that incrim- incriminate me, you and Sandusky, the middleman agency. Yeah, and so where can you uh, follow this filtered Twitter account that we oh, run? Me. I think it's HCSW podcast so that's twitter.com slash hcsw podcast if you want to shameless Carter. So maybe, shameless so maybe one one time i won't be paying attention to one of trevor's cries for help we'll make that's it out right. there and someone can someone out there one of our wise followers can uh can save, rescue him save me yeah it's all beeped out <laughs> So there's been a lot of talk on this podcast just about buying the Los Angeles Dodgers. 
That's pretty know. much done, right? We got that. I don't know. I think that's pretty much just fantasy talk here. It's it's, it's a billion dollar franchise. I don't know if we can afford it anymore. Just gotta get the YouTube hits. Yeah, that YouTube money. But what we can afford, and we like football that are in baseball, right? Of course. Yeah. How about you, Brent? Much more. Okay. So the Green Bay Packers are the only publicly owned NFL team, and they are selling some shares in the team. And this is a rare occurrence. They only did it when they started in 1923, then again in nineteen like 40s and 50s. And then so a rare la- occurrence only every 10 years. No, and then the last time was in 97. So, so that's that, not that. I know, but let's just say that there's only been one sale in the last 61 years. Okay? And okay. this week there's going to be another sale. So I'm going to buy a share of the Green Bay Packers and become an, achieve my dream of becoming an NFL owner for real. How much is it? 250 boxes for one share. <laughs> one share. Can you buy more than one share? You can. So could you buy 50% of the Green Bay Packers? No, they made sure there's limitations in place so no one can seize control of the team. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What if you become friends with other shareholders and then they slowly start to disappear <laughs> and leave their share to you? Mm, they can only be that's, tra- shares can maybe, only be transferred to family members. Sorry there. We're going to have to get married a lot then. <laughs> Have to find a lot of daughters. Yeah, could have to go to. Well, you know what? They're actually selling it out of a law firm in Utah, so they'll definitely agree with any uh, any marriage polygamous marriages going on there for Packers shares. Got that locked on. Yeah, first have seven wives at once, make them all buy a share. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, seven wives went missing. Now we've got two shares, three shares, (laughs) four shares, and then all the kids. Yeah. So one day, Carter's kids. Oh, kids! I never thought about that. Yeah. And then we'll fire Mike McCarthy as the coach and install Kenny Rogers as the as the as the coach of the Green Bay Packers. I'm anytime he can be on the bench. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know someone that shared a steak with him once. Really? Yep. Shared a steak. You mean Kenny? More ate his down? leftovers. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was gonna say Kenny Kenny can't put down a full steak. I'm disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Rogers leftovers. Yeah. Just was it like so he was sitting next to Kenny and Kenny's like, Oh, I can't finish this. You I don't want to get into it. It's or was gross, it in the actually, in the back of he was I, working in the kitchen and it was that back and <laughs> the guy's like, This is Kenny Rogers' leftovers and he started digging in. <laughs> it was more at the later. <laughs> I'm just oh. gonna say it closer, not exactly, but Oh man. And I wasn't there, so I can't vouch for it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what, if you're going to do that yeah. do you go out of your way to eat the parts that are like, on the edge the gristle the fat well, no just the parts that are like where be like usually you'd at least avoid the parts that were directly eaten by somebody else <laughs> I don't know so but if in you that could case have half a Kenny Rogers like hot dog which you cut off the little part where it's like his no, I think you want to share. That's, I think you want to share the entire experience point. with him. If you're working in the kitchen, you have full access to a steak that's not half eaten. The only reason you're eating the half eaten steak is because Kenny Rogers ate it. So of that's course you're right. going no, all I out because Kenny's think, mouth touched it. That's what you're going for. You're that's not what going. you're hoping for. You want some of Kenny Rogers spit? Yeah. Maybe we can just get him to sell spit. 
<laughs> two liter celebrity yeah. spit. Yeah, yo man, you got a two liter. That's Kenny genius. Rogers. Not just little vials. Like you know, how they sell like holy water and stuff on like religious yep. networks. Yeah, we could sell celebrity spit. It's kind of like the stock exchange too. Are so you when, telling me people wouldn't buy that if someone well, had Peyton Manning spit for five dollars? Well, his stock would be dropping a bit, but someone who's like you know a real up and comer. Like it, their spit would you'd, you'd buy in when spit was like ten dollars, and then when they become uh. a big star, their spit is like fifty dollars. You know, so then it's like the stock exchange. So you have to be uh, watching TMZ twenty four seven. Try now, to know. instead of having dollars, <laughs> I think we call our our currency the Kenny. <laughs> After Kenny Rogers, himself? yes, a Kenny one Kenny. You know, it's however like say um, who's really famous. Aston Kutcher spit might be worth like seven Kennys. <laughs> but a Kenny's, Kenny? a Kenny's will always be worth a Kenny. One Kenny, it's yes. it's like the gold standard, yes. the Kenny Rogers standard. Very similar. Now, what about if someone else is named Kenny, like Kenny Loggins? No, 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 that's a Loggins. <laughs> Kenny will forever just be Kenny Rogers. Kenny, <laughs> Brent, what do you think? Because he will <laughs> never decrease in popularity or go up in popularity. It's so classic. it's. It's, it's a Coca-Cola. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a standard that all celebrities will be measured by. But what about if someone's less popular than like uh, Kenny? Half a Kenny? <laughs> oh, yeah. 0.5 Kenny, 0.1 Kenny. <laughs> I just don't think it's worth their time. Just try spitting even 10 times right now. <laughs> That's going to tire you out. Well, it, it could be diluted, you know? It could be just like backwash kind of thing. What if, if you're you trying to mass these, produce eat this? six crackers in a minute, Carter. <laughs> is that impossible? Yeah, actually it is. Huh. Trust like, me, so I'm pretty cocky, and I've tried it a bunch. <laughs> Doesn't work. Oh, well. So, yeah, I think it should be diluted spit, not just straight spit. No, you I know? want full spit. Oh, but a Kenny would be worth so much. Then, you and know? you guys have hair. Celebrity hairs. Just left toenails. Some men celebrities' hair would be more difficult than women's, I guess. Because, you know, not as much to work with. It's true. Yeah. Hmm. Unless you're talking Metallica or something like that. <laughs> nice, greasy Metallica. Yeah. Hair. Okay, then yeah. just make that your job as a maid. That's how once you become celebrity. Don't hire a maid, but somebody can just sell whatever they find in your house as they clean it. <laughs> Holy crap, that's a good business. Leftover skin. Left you sell the skin. rights to your the crap left no, in your house. No, man, that you'd be, it'd be worth your while to pay somebody to collect it and then sell it yourself rather than someone sell it and take it all take all take all your credit from your sweat and, and and shavings and stuff like that no way man you gotta maximize profits there not let other people make money off you no but they buy the rights they buy a contract to the stuff. Oh, okay i thought it was just regular like, like so the, basically getting the company's like i'll free. pay 20 grand a year to like loiter your house or oh. you, you loot you out like so you sell a contract you know like and they supply like razors and combs and you like just, you use toilet paper and stuff like that. Oh, sh- God. I don't know about that. <laughs> You've, they've got like a filter screen in your toilet or something. <laughs> Why did you have to go to that, Carter? No, no, I no, that's disgusting. no. What, <laughs> what you're was, talking about? Celebrities poop. No, no. that's not my cool, vision, man. That's my vision not, in my head was a lot that, different than what I just. Thought of like after after you got offended, so, so I apologize to all listeners for creating an unsightful image. <laughs> what was your book named? What was it called? Scat. Is that your biography? Is that what it was called? Scat. Instead of touched by Jerry. Gutsy Sandusky. Carter. That's gutsy that you named your book Scat. 
<laughs> what would you name your biography? One word. One word. Let's go around the table here. Or we can come up with names for each other. Uh, I'm one. sorry. I can't believe Scarter just had to explain that joke. <laughs> what? You, I don't think, Trevor, I don't think you heard it. The touch by Jerry yes. Sandusky? Okay, because that segment might get cut, you know? That might be, after a second listen, that segment may not be <laughs> worth getting the episode. So if this is the first time the listeners heard... If this is the first time listeners heard, oh, touched, they'd be like, I don't get it. You guys be laughing. Yeah, but you what know? if they did hear about it? Then they'll might have forgot about it. Or, Double you know, hear about it. You know, some of our listeners are. Uh, oh, here we go. You know, distracted while listening, and so they might miss like a few words here and there. But that's not our problem. I know, but sometimes. You what gotta, if you're a teacher? You're gonna sit around and make sure everybody's paying attention, and then when they say they don't get it and they weren't paying attention, you go back and teach them again. I think that's how it works. No, you say tough, man, tough. Get with it. None of this. So, what's our books called, Carter? What are our books? <laughs> uh, what's my book called? What's What's the Trevor book? It would be just deal. It would just be called Deal with It. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I had the unique experience of being responsible for renting a drum kit. <laughs> okay. For a for a show we played. Uh, it was just easier if we all just rented one and shared it and brought it back at the end of the night for the, all the bands. But I don't really know anything about drums, so I, I had to enter into the basement at our local music store where they keep the drummers. Or drums, I mean. <laughs> but it's really, like drummers like you're referring to trolls or something in the that's basement. That's kind of what it is, though. <laughs> so I go in and I talk to this guy. He's super cool. Nice guy. And I'm like, yeah, I need a drum kit. Blah, blah, blah. He's okay. I can hook you up. And all I hear the whole time. Just someone banging on the table? This is like for like, imagine that for eight hours a day in your head. So I turn around and what is it? There's five electronic drum kits set up. And there are five, I would say, 40 to 60 year old men (laughs) in sweatpants (laughs) with headphones on. Just like rocking out on electronic drum kits, like like each one of them imagines that they're on a drum riser in front of seventy thousand people playing like wicked drum solos. They're not keeping like a beat; they're doing like full on drum solo spectacles in a basement of a Long McQuaid in sweatpants. Ugh. And so it sounds because they're all like they're not playing together, right? Oh, I was hoping it'd be all synced up through. No, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> no, no, no. They're all in their own imagination, Drumland. Mm-hmm. So imagine five guys playing drum solos at the same time, completely out of time and like oblivious to the world around them. It was the most sad it was the saddest thing i might have ever seen i don't know i don't know how to use words to describe it without offending certain people i've had some pretty sad experiences in a music store with you i think brent might have been there too but like you went to a music store tried to try out some guitar pedals some real soft pedals like acoustic simulator and noise gate and <laughs> brent stuff was like there that. wasn't he i think so yeah brent you and were there <laughs> no matter what there's always some greasy kid in there thinking he's Eddie Van Halen, just yeah. cranked up to 11 on the amp, just wailing, just showing anybody who's in ears range how good at guitar he is. And how good he can play his one riff. Oh. 
through like the phaser and like mega death overdrive. Metal. You never walk into a store and hear somebody play like the Eagles or something. It's just always like metal, always. It's yeah, well, like when people buy guitars, you're supposed to like play them like you do, but everybody just plays like riffs on them and just show off. Yeah, I think I'm the only person in the world that just like plays chords and like plays songs that I write and like plays it the way I actually play it, as opposed to like you know just. But I looked at the guy at the counter and I was like, "Dude, I'm like, this has got to be rough." Hey, he's like, "Oh." like some days it's so bad he's like i go home and i just want to drink <laughs> he just said it's like he gets like splitting headaches from these guys just like pounding and he's like some sometimes it's the same guys will come for like four or five days of the week and play for like two or three hours do they ever buy anything no 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 and i said these are just a bunch of weirdos with nothing to do with their lives and he i think i said something like that i'm like so this is just a bunch of like losers with nothing to do and he's like that's exactly what they are. <laughs> and he was so disgusted by them. And then I tried to cheer him up a bit and talked about how it looks like a Saturday Night Live skit. And he seemed happy. I just felt bad for the poor guy. The sweatpants really lends itself to the Saturday Night Oh, Live and they're like wearing like fanny packs and like... Oh, jeez. Some of them have those like... What are those like caps? Like kind of like African style caps on your head? They're like mm. more square. Like they're kind of... They look like... um you put a box of a round box of candy on your head oh yeah okay like one of them had a graduation those. cap kind of thing. i don't kind of without the top part yeah you know, just like a round kind of weird hat yeah one guy had that with like a fanny pack and sweatpants and like you know one guy had drum gloves i'm not kidding <laughs> drum gloves like lars from metallica like it yeah. was just or there's 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 also the uh the guy in the in the guitar store who was always like He'll like start trying to ask you a question, and then he'll just endlessly talk about the stuff he has. He's like, "So is that a is that a Seymour Gray out of BC on Seventh Avenue? Is that one of his pedals?" It's like, "No, that's like a sixty dollar Boss Overdrive pedal." Oh, because I have one of those uh, deluxe pedals, and <laughs> and then, then you, all you have to do to shut them up is go, "Oh, so you're in a band?" Uh, no, I. I play for myself mostly, you know, because everybody just wants to drink and like smoke, and I I'm more into the. I'm music. all about the music. Yeah, yeah, and then it's just awkward silence. Like, oh, are you gonna buy anything? No, no. Yeah, you know, being around people with like-minded interests, if you like, everyone thinks how it's so great, but I actually hate it. <laughs> like, anytime I walk into a music store and stuff, I just hate being a musician more and more. And say it like the Comic Con, you go to, you just like hate being a nerd so much after it. You just leave and go, oh, God. Brent, why do I do this yes. with my life? Teachers, come on. Well, well, how about for music? I was at a show last night, and it was a sort of rockabilly band, like stand-up stand up, stand up bass. Yes. Sort of swing swing music crowd, like everyone looked like okay. they were in Greece. Which, is that oh. the style now again, or is that just like this specific? It's a subculture, yeah. It's like yeah. a sub, little sub. It's never kind of gone away since the mm-hmm. 80s, I'd say. Does a band have to have like? Here's the bass player, and now there's going to be a bass solo. Is that an important part of a thing, or could that go away? That could definitely. That has gone away in my band. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that never will exist. Yeah, you, but Trevor, you got to rest the vocal cords sometimes. You know. Yeah. You need a drum guitar, solo. In that's there. what guitars are for. <laughs> <laughs> or that's what just pausing is for. 
taking a break. Let it Kiwi Greeno, no matter how good the bass player is, it's just not good. Not needed. Yeah. Absolutely. Full 100% support of this theory. Unless okay. they're really famous, like Flea from the Chili Peppers or something like that. Yeah. You want to hear him play? Like, annoying. Yeah, but, you know. He, he actually, if I had a time machine, he'd be one of the first people I would race <laughs> off the face of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> but so if Carter, you go to a Chili Peppers concert, was, you'd like to see. You Flea. ruined it for Carter, everyone. Go, this isn't a good. This isn't a good example. But you would go to see a Flea concert if it was just him playing bass. Be like, well, he's a good bass player. So no, I wouldn't. But I'd, I'd like yeah, to see. Yeah, you a, would. I'd like to see a twenty-minute. I mean, a tw- <laughs> two-minute interlude of some bass action going on there. Oh, you know? who cares? If you go to if you go to see a band and you either walk away saying that band has a really good drummer. Or that band has a really good bass player. That band sucks. That's the last thing that you should pay attention to. You should pay attention to the music. Not, oh, oh. Or, or, or that, that as a musician, my, my biggest fear, which I never will have come to reality, but is that musicians like your music. Because that's another curse. If musicians like your music, you are doing something wrong. <laughs> because they are not normal people. They are weirdos. And they live in this small weirdo world. And that means you're, you're basically toast. Yeah. Unless you, you want to become play, a niche product. Yeah. Unless you want to play music for musicians so that they can annoy you about how they play in their basement forever. Yeah. Musicians, if, you, if they become a fan of your music, then they're going to be talking about boutique pedals and stuff like yeah, that that they just have. Total wastes. Yeah. Total wastes. Yeah, it's it's if. So if if I like your music, is this? What kind of logic is this? If I like your music, then therefore I'm not a musician. Maybe. Oh, rough. <laughs> I don't consider myself a musician, but that's just me. Do you want me to talk about Comic Con at all, or no? When were you at Comic Con? Like two weeks ago. Brent, did you go? No. So, wait a minute. Carter, you went without him? Yeah. Brent wanted to go. No, he didn't. Um, Brent had been pushing for you to go for like a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to go. You, and I couldn't. Then you went yeah, without him. Brent bailed, I'm pretty sure. I invited him to like go to a bomb, Blue Bomber game Friday and go to the mm-hmm. con on Saturday. And Brent's like, no. Because <laughs> well, you made you. That's pretty dirty, man. On my part? Yeah, if you would have said like two months ago that you were down, he would have been down. Well, you know, I don't want somebody looking over my shoulder every time I'm buying a comic going, you're spending too much money, you're spending too much money. (laughs) (laughs) Curtis invitations are always last minute. And is he driving? Oh. If he's driving, then you're going to be late. (laughs) Well, they're last minute because like my mom's not going to the football game anymore, so I've got a free ticket for bread. Sorry, it wasn't enough notice there. Oh well. So yeah, it, it was it was liberating being able to do what I wanted at Comic Con without Brent looking oh, over my shoulder, <laughs> telling me, giving me a hard time, borrowing all that money from him and stuff. <laughs> As if listeners will remember, I had to borrow oh. money from Brent last year. Okay, let's stop, stop you from going segment. to the stupid ATM machine for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I paid so much money in services per trip. Yeah, pretty much. And so we eventually left because Brent's like, I can't, 
I can't stand to see so many people spend so much money here. It makes me sick. And so we left. Brent didn't spend a dime. Or at least that's what I thought. Trevor. Brent had chatted up a uh, artist who was selling a large Big Lebowski print. Mm-hmm. Very nice, very nice uh, widescreen panoramic view. Like a and print of a screenshot or like a drawing? A, a draw, an art piece. Okay. And so we walked away. I was like, that was nice. You should have got that. He's like, nah. <laughs> and then I went to Brent's house for the first time about two weeks ago since last year. And what do I see in the basement? But that big Lebowski panorama. So Brent. The exact one? Yeah. So Brent went outside the con, contacted the artist and bought it. Just so he could be high and mighty, giving me a hard time for spending too much money at the con while he just scouted out where he was going to spend the money. Then he contacted all the sellers later outside the con and spent a lot of money. Is this true, Brent? Was it that artist? Yeah. Calling you out, bro. I signed up for it at the thing and then I (laughs) bought it for $20. Oh, well, you got lucky because he's increased prices for this year. I saw him again. How much? Like 35 Ooh. That's actually not a lot of money. <laughs> I was expecting it to be like $300. And how much does one of your sketches of like Flash or something cost for someone th- to make on a little I think it was napkin? 30 I think it was like 30 But he's the actual artist of Flash, so it was sweet. Oh. Whereas you can buy a comic with like 50 drawings of the Flash <laughs> for like $2. <laughs> By the artist of the Flash? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I guess so. No, man, comics have gone up to $4 a pop now for 22 pages. It's probably the worst hobby bang for buck ever. It's a lot of Kennys. It is a lot of Kennys. A lot of Kenny Rogers. (laughs) What? No, it's a Kenny Carter. Okay, sorry. So I've been doing a lot of walking lately. Oh, okay. And I'm talking like... Like eight miles. Look. You know, like I, I'm trekking every day because I got bronchitis, so I couldn't run. So you know, after recording an EP and uh, getting bronchitis, you tend to chunk up a bit. You know, mm-hmm. so I threw on a couple pounds. And I was like, yeah, that's it. So I've just been going for like epic walks every day. But I, I always end up walking by, no matter how I route my walk, I always go a different way. I always end up walking by the walkway of death. What's that? I don't, Brent, it reminds me of you every time I walk by it. Because of those v- videos from that you posted. You know those, like, worker safety videos? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's like a human, what's it called? Not human, manpower, I think. And it's like a worker's board or worker's union tribute site where it shows how like workplace safety has changed except on the walkway it has like plaques of like hundreds of people that have died in the last 150 years due to workplace injuries and how they've died oh so it's just like jimmy smith like burnt in fire like terribly like next guy like lug cancer next guy it's like crate fell on head and crushed you know, pretty descriptive. Leg cut off, bled to death, and it's like it goes from like like eighteen fifty to like two days ago. You know, <laughs> you know, like just like chopped apart by jet engine. 
starved to death while in the midst of carving this, engraving this no, plaque. No, like, it's like graphic detail about like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people dying. And everyone gets a plaque about how horribly they died. Like ran over by truck. Like exploded tank. Severed head, you know? It's just like, it's it's not something that should just be like sitting out on the street just... Da, 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 da. You walk all of a sudden, it's just terrifying. <laughs> so I'm thinking that could be a new sitcom or TV show. Maybe not a sitcom, maybe more of a drama. Just w- zoom in on one uh, story and yeah. it doesn't show how... Th- and then you just reenact it for that re-enact week. It. You show their life, how they were living, how things were going good, how they were going to buy their daughter a bike, and then boom, tank explodes and cuts their head off. Maybe you wouldn't show the name and way they died just for like spoiler's sake until but then the after, end until the end yeah it like just the sort show of... 1000 ways to, what is it <laughs> i think that show exists already but i was reading about bad way strangest ways that people have died mm-hmm. i think the what had to be the strangest would be in a car full of people hit hit railway tracks and one of the people in the back seat broke their neck and died just like bounced up hit the head in the roof broken neck that's it no car crash or anything. Just Wait, just driving over the railroad tracks. Yeah, and somebody popped. Must have been like surprise tracks, and they just popped up, head on the roof. My favorite one from that show. Holy, wait. <sighs> yeah, surprise. That's a bad way to go. Surprise railroad tracks. <laughs> Did they? Oh, they weren't marked, or the guy was speeding over them. Uh, didn't say. Just, just railroad tracks dead. Just hit a bump popped up and that was it I'll look for it on the uh, walkway 